everybody and welcome back to the Keeping It Blunt podcast. If it's not welcome back, then welcome and hit that little follow button, the little subscribe button, depending on what platform you're on. Um, I just Instagram. like to, yeah, follow us on Instagram. Yes, follow us on Instagram. Um, I just like to start this episode apologizing for not releasing an episode last week. There was a lot going on. Um, I was working throughout the week. Graham was moving into a new flat. And we just, yeah, things got ahead of us. And we're now recording this on Monday after we're supposed yeah. to go out on Saturday. Oh, we also tried to record it about three times and just yeah. kept having different problems. So touch with this. Like we said earlier on the Instagram, far. there was stuff just way out of our control. Like we tried everything and it just wasn't working. Um, so, yeah, we are here From now on out. Monday, the 1st of February. We're going to try nice. again. And this one's going to come out on Saturday, we're just going to skip this week and pretend it happened. I need to say something. Do you know everyone's been going on about how fantastic February is as a month, like how symmetrical it is? I've got this calendar that starts at the month on a Sunday, starts on the sun, starts a week on a Sunday, and it's ruined by life. <laughs> Perfectly symmetrical February has been ruined on your calendar. Oh, my word. <laughs> literally. I want to get rid of it because now it's literally there for a month. Like, what's the point? Okay. And I mean, it's if this wasn't a great intro for the episode about ADHD, I don't know what is. I think that was a pretty good start, you know? <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so I was going to just mention we are going to be talking about ADHD today. Um, it's something that both of us have quite a bit of experience with. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I can't, now we've done this three times already, so I'm trying to remember how we did it. <laughs> Where did so we we're go going from to talk here? about each of our own. Each of our own personal experiences. So we'll start with Yeah, mine. okay, yeah. Graham, let's start with you because you've been on the meds for a lot longer than I have. And yeah. you've known about so, it a lot longer. So let's, let's go to you. Tell us your story about ADHD. So basically, um, I knew about it before I was actually diagnosed, if that makes sense, because my brother, who's a few years older than me, was diagnosed before I was. And then I think I was diagnosed at a similar age that he was. So I think probably grade one, two, um post consistently on the meds from like grade three i'd say yeah. um started off with a cocktail of things basically just tried all of them to see what would work tried red tried concerta even tried a thing a pill it's called stratera i've never seen anybody else use it besides yeah, myself and my brother um so there was that um but yeah it was just one of those things that I was obviously I needed it because I went to a psychiatrist at a young age for whatever reasons. My parents obviously picked up on something, or maybe a teacher picked up on something my brother was exhibiting, and then parents saw the same thing in me. I don't know. It just happened. Um, went to the psychiatrist. He was like, "Yeah, take the pills," and been on them since. So. Yeah, I mean, as long as I've known Graham, he's been on the meds. I've a lot of experience with all of the side effects, all of the pros, the cons, like I've had it all. So, quite a... Graham's been been around the block a few times. Yeah, I want to talk about it. Like I've told you before we've tried to record this last time, like... You've never uh, spoken about it really publicly. I've never spoken about it to, like, outside of our Our friends. Like, even at high school, I became more open about it. But, like, primary school, it was kind of just, like, don't tell anybody you're on med. Even in high school, you weren't. It wasn't really like a well-known thing that Graham had ADHD. I mean, if you were in class with him, you knew. But if you just, like, our school was quite big, 250 people in a grade. So, like, they probably, at least half the grade had no idea. Didn't care either. Even saying that, like, saying if you were in class with me, I wasn't, like, a disruptive, typical, like, always speaking, always trying to take over. It was more... Like, I would just fidget a lot. And yeah. So, you, would... I think both of us are both definitely the, the inattentive type more than yeah. the hyperactive type. Because for those of you who don't know, you might have heard people refer to ADD. ADD doesn't exist. It's ADHD, Attention yeah. Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. Um, basically, it can present as um, major- predominantly hyperactive or predominantly inattentive or a combination of both. No, so, yeah. Um, most little boys um, that get diagnosed, get young, get diagnosed because they are the predominantly hyperactive and they are disruptive in class and they're just a pain in the ass, to be fair. 
Um, yeah. Whereas, like, a lot of young girls slip under the radar because females tend to be to sway towards the predominantly inattentive. And especially at a young age, it's kind of hard to pick up on some of the things that some of the sort of, did you say, symptoms, I guess? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Mannerisms, I would say. Yeah. I mean... I wouldn't call it so much symptoms, but more just like... Just like the telltale signs, yeah, like the behaviours. Yeah. I mean, this isn't you, like, you've actually studied this in class. Yeah. As part of your, like, yeah. your, part of your history. It's not like, it's not like we went to quickly do the Google search on this shit. Like, I've got real-life experience, and Dane's got the Yeah, like, I studied it. So. I'm, I've got some real-life experience as well. Um, so, yeah, yeah let me just well, quickly bash out my little story, and then we can get into yeah. talking about some of the misconceptions and whatnot. Um, so, basically... I've always known, I'd say, well, maybe not always, but since high school, definitely knew that I was ADHD and probably needed to be on the meds, on Ritalin or Concerto or whatever. Um, but I never I never pushed it, really, because yeah. it, it didn't affect me to the point, like, it wasn't affecting my, 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 my marks so much because I, I didn't find school that difficult, so my marks were still very fairly high. And I got through school with very little effort. Um, and also, it was, I think, but it was also a time when you were very overly cautious when it came to medicine. Yes, that, okay, that's another factor. Like, like you, you, you didn't really take like too much. You were quite apprehensive towards yes. kind of reliance on medicine. If that makes sense. And, and so, I still think I am, um, but I've become yeah. a lot more open to it. So that that was like around grade eleven, grade twelve. 17, 18, you know, I'm yeah. just starting to figure out that maybe not everything in the world is the way that we've been told it is. And that comes with that initial big pharma just, just out to get us all medicines, a load of shit. It's all just a profit-making scheme, which I still believe has some sort of merit. But at the end of the day, I, I believe that every pharmaceutical medicine probably has a natural cure, but at the end of the day, it's not always that easy. Um, so sometimes yeah. taking a pill is more practical, and that's part of the 21st century. I mean, modern medicine's saving lives every day. And so yeah, that was those. Were, that's why in school I never like pushed myself to get diagnosed with it or anything like that. Um, but then, sort of, I'd say when what did I say the last time? I think it was when I came to Pretoria. Well, there was grade 11 or matric. I think oh yes. So five. I'd like taken a couple of Ritalins. Studying for like exams and stuff in grade 11 and 12, there were a couple of times when I'd taken a Ritalin the night before and just like it worked. It, I, I smashed it out. Did like a few past papers because that was pretty much all I did to study. Yeah. And um, the one that stands out was like the night before our accounting trials exam and matric, I think it was, it something was like trials, that. Yeah. To Graham's house. Which you were like, you were like proud to fail that thing. Yeah, before, like I'd done nothing. It was yeah. the night before the exam. I hadn't done a past paper. I hadn't looked at our book. I hadn't done half the exercises throughout the year because I used to just walk into the class, put my earphones in and go to sleep. And this was like, Graham, bro, what I need to come to your house. And yeah, <laughs> I, needed, I need to come to your house and do some past papers with you so you can just help me pass this thing. Yeah. We took a riddle and smashed out a couple of past papers and I got 79 the next day. And Mrs. Tedder shat on me yeah. because I finished in an you hour instead of three yeah. hours and got, only got 79. Um, so yeah, that, that, that was when I was like, okay, this is definitely something that I probably need. I'm still not going to push it. Then it was first year in Pretoria, so my second year out of school. Um, shortly after, so it was around September when there was a lot. I think it was Uya Nene, the, the girl that got kidnapped from the post office in Cape Town and was found dead. And there was a big uproar in the gender based violence. Like protests on yeah, campus, many things on campus. Meeting, a lot of and I, I learned a lot about. What it other people around me were going through. Yeah, because it was just hearing stories about people wow. that I was sitting with in class and things that they'd gone through yeah. and other friends of mine had gone through. And I was just like absolutely mind boggled at how fucked up men could be really. Like I'd never realized like, the extent. Yeah, I always knew that men were a bit creepy, but I didn't realize how bad it was. I mean, I felt quite, for lack of a better term, sheltered with all that because yeah. like 
there a lot of there was no chat of, like no one in my classes was actually causing an uproar as so much as the girls in your class were. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we studied the stuff like, like it, it was it was very like the timing was pretty good as well with what we were studying it, it in was class. Like it was, yeah. yeah, and yeah, just like seeing what people I knew had gone through. A lot of people came out on social media telling their stories and whatever. Yeah, and it just yeah. I would, so basically, where I'm going with this story, <laughs> I haven't taken my pill today, so this might go all over the place. Um, <laughs> um, I went to a psychologist. I went, we were just chatting about all kinds of other stuff. I'd seen her in matric in grade eleven, and so I went to go see her again for the first time in a couple of years. We were just chatting about whatever. Just mentioned at like some point in the thing how. I really struggled to get going with routine and um, get something going for a few days and the wheels would fall off. Like things that I know I need to do to sort of grow as a person, I just wasn't doing. I'm still not really doing that well. Yeah. Um, and basically she started asking me a bunch of questions that sort of like the ADD, ADHD diagnosis stuff. And she was kind of like, okay, I want you to speak to your GP. Like you said, you mentioned that you've taken Ritalin and it worked for you. If Ritalin works for you, that means that you need it. And so, yeah, um, went to GP, got a prescription. That was sort of the end of 28. Actually, I think it was the end of 2019 that this happened. 2019, yeah. It was all, it okay. Was, so this whole story was, was 2019, not 2018. Yeah. Yes, it was yeah, second year. Second, yeah. yeah. And then, so I went back throughout that final exam period of 2019. And then last year, I mean, I was taking it regularly for the first month and then the wheels fell off of in the whole world. And yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. So that, that was the end of that. And then recently now, this year, I was like, okay, I've just gone to a GP and just been handed a diagnosis. Like I want to sort it out properly. So literally yeah. like a week ago, I went and like got weighed and did all of that stuff. And I'm now working with a doctor back in a couple of months and we're going to get my dosage right and get my shit together yeah. basically <laughs> um but, but yeah so how did you know that both of us are adhd and you've seen how we can go off on a tangent quite easily yeah it, it, it might explain sense. yeah it might explain some of the other podcasts previously how we sometimes talk yeah. over each other a little bit um how we'll just oh, go on a random tangent it's it's just part of who we are and, so and also, while, and also while the first episode was us discussing animals each other like yeah because I, <laughs> which I is our most viewed episode and it's definitely the worst one so far in but, fact it's also our first one yeah so just go watch our other shit guys it's actually really good <laughs> Yeah, and I'm also yeah. I need to get better on making the clips and stuff because the clips do quite well for us. I just I'm lazy, yeah. and I've got a lot of other stuff yeah. that I'm busy doing at the moment. Um, but yeah, were. so all good. Um, so basically, let's about like the medications. To, are, do to, or, what do you want to say? I was going to talk a bit about um how we we touched on it briefly, how it helped you study, hmm. but I wanted to just go and say like how it never held us back oh no rule i mean okay yeah that's actually a very good point so yeah I'll carry on so something something that bugged me a lot at school so like we like we said earlier it wasn't widely known that i had adhd it wasn't like something i was embarrassed about or anything it's just i just never brought it up mm. it just because it was one of those things i never felt i needed to but what something that always irked me a bit was guys who would struggle at school and blame it on being ADHD. Yeah. And like, I think the, the excuse is understandable. Are, like, school's yes, not they, for they everyone. And no, no, no. They, it, they is, it is an easy cop-out to just be like, yeah, it's ADHD. That's why I can't study. Yeah, and that that's was, why I can't that was the school. Thing, that was the thing that bugged me the most because it was kind of like, I almost wanted to just stick up my hand and be like, that's bullshit. It, yeah. Because, but like we were saying, everyone's different, but I don't think it's, I don't think you can blame the ADHD no. as to why, because if, if you want to, you can, re it's hard, but you can, you can focus without. Yeah. Like, and I mean, it's okay, really so difficult. 
on that, I mean, I never like, struggled. You with didn't it in school. meds. I wouldn't. Oh. I, I, I was definitely there and a part of my life, but I didn't struggle with it. And a large yeah. part of that was because one of the things that helps it with ADHD naturally is having a rigid routine. And school yeah. gives that to you. Like, it, you don't have a choice. You wake up, you're at school by 7.30, 7. Um, your lessons start by 8. And every hour, you're going from one class to another. And your day yeah. is structured every single day. And I think, like, that is a huge part in why I, it got to a point where I needed to sort of look for, like, um, why I needed to sort of get onto the medication was because without that forced routine and having to do my own routine, it just, it's not not as easy as you might think. Like, yeah. for those people who no, don't have not. it, it's it seems... Even for me, it just seems like such a simple black and white, you know, just write down what you need to do in a day and what time you need to do it and just do it, right? I mean, it's simple. You can't, like, the best, like, I saw something, and I think maybe we should, I'll try and find the picture. We can post it on Instagram. But it was something, it was, someone had tweeted or whatever. It's like, trying to, like, write a to-do list with ADHD is, you first have to find the pen and paper. When you scratch around in the drawer for a piece of paper, you find another thing. And then you're like, oh, shit, I need to do this. And then you find out that you have to do your washing. And it, it's literally just a comp- continuous downward yeah. spiral that you like rearranging your whole bedroom because you were supposed to make a to-do list and you <laughs> make complete sense how you got there. And that's the thing that I think a lot of people just have this idea that all it affects is academics and being able to focus in class. And that's yeah. this kind of perception that the majority of people have, but it really is a lot deeper than that. And it is, it does, yeah. so in order to be diagnosed, it has to affect you in more than one setting. It, 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 that's yeah. part of the diagnosis criteria. And, and I wanted like to backtrack, said, it was a good example. Carry I on. wanted to backtrack to the academic side of thing. Like, I'm not saying that you can't like, use it as an excuse because most people probably really do struggle because of it but it shouldn't be the only excuse yeah and I, I, but like, I, I do understand like school, school like isn't made for of, everyone no school the is way, a lot of, the school system's fucked so I, I mean i thrived from it i did really well in our school system yeah um but, but that's the thing is it's 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 tailor made for some people and it works really really well yeah. for some people and I was also one of those people I loved school I really did but I can see yeah. how bullshit it was and I could the whole time well not the whole time from like grade ten eleven I was like this is yeah. all a load of horseshit but unfortunately it is what it is and yeah so like it's one of those things that. It just, I think from a personal note, it used to just irritate me a bit when people would use it as an excuse. Because mm. it's kind of like, oh, I've also got it. Why don't, why, like, why, why am I not using it as an excuse? But at the same time, you know I mean? like, this is going to be a very extreme example, but it just popped into my head. Um, like, people using people that have, like, are born with one leg, like, yeah. using that as an excuse to not be a fit and healthy and then a paralympian being like oh why do you use that as an excuse look at me i've got one leg and i I can run 400 meters faster than people with two legs like i get where you're coming from like yeah like i understand i do understand the frustration though 100 percent like actually i'm a paralympian yeah, that's what Dave's trying to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gassing you up. Yeah. Another just to so I didn't know, like just to illustrate like how why I've never used it as an excuse. I didn't. I could have I could have got extra time at varsity in my exams because of it, and I had no idea. Like I literally had no idea that that was even. I was like my whole life. I've never thought of it as being something. Because it's technically a learning disability, mm. and I, and that like that's why I mean it's that's why I say I can understand how people struggle with it, but for me, I never was like, yo, this is a learning disability. Yeah, like I mean, as soon as yeah. I'm like, why? Why would you like? I think it I also. Like, I think your parents you helped with that as well, though, because obviously Adrian oh, yeah, had it first, and like, never would have let oh, you like, use it, it as an excuse either. Whereas, like, no, 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 they wouldn't have an. Also, parents, as a kid, I had it drilled into me that I wasn't different. 
Yeah. I was just, like, was, there was nothing, you just had it drilled into you that there was nothing wrong with you. Mm. And I think also being pretty much forced to, like, don't tell other kids that you're on it. Because when I was a kid, there was a lot of negative yeah, publicity I mean, around. There is a lot of negative publicity so, around the diagnosing kids with it and whatever. But the fact is, yeah, so if you get it early yeah, enough so, and you treat it, yeah. People can be off their meds by 18 and they have those pathways yeah. fixed. Like it can actually be fixed. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, we've, we've spoken briefly there about like the, the medication and stuff being frowned upon and you're not telling other people about it and whatever. Yeah. So I think, so basically for those of you who don't understand quite what the medication does. So in South Africa, um, the main sort of pills that are prescribed to you are Ritalin and Concerta, um, both of the, or the generics. Um, but basically the, the chemical is methylphenidate. Yeah. yeah. So, and you can get slow, slow release Ritalins, but generally speaking, Ritalin's more like a instant release, like two to four hour kind of yeah. duration. And Concerta is more like a slow release throughout the day, long duration. Yeah, so let me just jump in quickly because I can illustrate it quite well with my own personal experience. I mean, I take both. Yeah. Um, and that's prescribed. It's not just me being like, yo, I should take both. It's literally a case of the concerta taking it like half past seven, eight is supposed to get you through to like four o'clock in the afternoon. Like that's your day. Mm. And I could tell in grade 11 matric like working. we used to have a we used to have a lesson after our second break which was what like started one, just before two yeah quarter, half past one twenty to two ending at twenty past, past two half past two, two half past yeah two. that's sort of so time. Like, like a 50 minute to 40 minute time slot at the end of the day and i could just tell that by then i was gone like i was i couldn't focus in that lesson it was just it was really, a rattle, really, really. Yeah, it became a rattle off. It was really, really diff- depend, like especially depending on the class. Mm. If it was a class that there was a lot of like teaching instead of actual, because that's another thing is when you sit down and work. Um, I don't know if you've experienced this, like hyper focus. Yeah, but I don't find it when I'm when studying. Actually, it's when I'm doing other work. Like no, no, no. Yeah. In, in any in any aspect, I, but I can I found it if depending on the subject matter, if I'm like doing X Y Z module or doing some past paper, or whatever, I can kind of just tuck into that, and you just don't come out of it. So what I want to say is, if it's like a class where there's a teacher teaching for forty minutes, I'm out. Especially that late in the day, most kids would be as well. But I could I could literally see the progression because I would sit in the the twelve o'clock class having the same experience and be fine. And two hours later you just nowhere. I was gone. So I went to my GP at the GP who was prescribing the meds at the time, just because it's a lot easier to get them from GP than to book a psychiatrist appointment for a script. Um so and he just said we can't go up on the dosage because you're already on the biggest pill. The next one is to take two of the smaller ones. And I was like, okay, what do you recommend? And he's like, okay, I'm going to give you a quick acting Ritalin to just take in the afternoon whenever you feel like you need it. So that's what I was doing. I was bringing my Rit to school, like just like 10 minutes before our second break ended, popping it and I was good for the rest of the afternoon. So, and that would give me, like like you said, a two to four hour burst of Ritalin it's a sort in the of, afternoons. It just pushes you through to the end of the day and into the yeah. evening. But yeah, so we... I mean, it's, like Africa, take, it's like an energy drink before the end of a race, like while you're finishing a race. Yeah. Or like just running, sort of if pushes take, you through that last little or, bit. Yeah. It's like it's like if you go to pre-drinks and then you have a shot like three quarters of the way through the night just to tie you over that last little bit, yeah. you know. Um, like yeah. realistically, you'll survive without it, but it's a lot easier with it. Yeah, and so yeah, in South Africa, th- those are our our prescription medications to deal with ADHD. 
Um, in other countries, they've got different things. Like I know America is big on the Adderall, which is um, an amphetamine. Mm-hmm. So it's so yeah. Ritalin and Concerta are very similar to cocaine in their chemical makeup and what and their like actions in the brain and whatnot. Whereas yeah. um, Adderall is a lot more similar to meth. Um, but either way, they're stimulant medications. And the reason that that is, yeah. is because what stimulants do is, okay, so let's first of all say, so ADHD is basically in your brain, I don't know how much anyone here knows about it, but basically all the little nerves in your brain like shoot little, um, they're called neuro- neurotransmitters. So it's like little chemicals across each other. And like they shoot them across and suck them back up and whatever. So basically, um, when you've got ADHD, you've got twice as many sucky uppers as you do shooty outers. So, so the one the one cell will shoot out a bunch of I think it's dopamine. If I'm correct, I may be wrong, so don't take my word for it. It's one of them. It shoots out a bunch of dopamine, but it's sucking back twice as much as it should be. So not as much dopamine is getting across, and dopamine is associated yeah. with reward, which gives you motivation to keep you going. Um, happy drug. Yeah. Uh, so they're all happy drugs, realistically. Um, so yeah, so what um, stimulants do is they block. So I know I don't know too much about Adderall, but Ritalin and Concerta block half of those sucky uppers um, <laughs> or vacuum cleaners or whatever you want to call them. Um, Only the best eyes with the keeping it back podcast. <laughs> so that basically the dopamine that gets shot into that little gap does go across into the other nerve and it doesn't just get sucked back up. But yeah. what cocaine does is it blocks all of them. So the dope, it's just like extra dopamine getting shoved across. And yeah, so that's kind of how they differ. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know how, how much that helps with understanding ADHD. I mean, science for dummies pretty much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think we've definitely done a good cho- good job of in like illustrating our ADHD with the way this episode's going I mean, all over even, the place. Even, <laughs> even if we don't educate you, at least you'll understand. Um, yeah. So, we do you want to do Instagram the, stuff already? Or yeah, go, so we put some stuff out on Instagram a while yeah. ago because we are useless at filming on time. Well, uh, what we did was we tried to film like the day after we put this we, out on Instagram. But we had multiple, multiple issues, <laughs> and here we are. Um, okay, let me just get onto the profile quickly. That's another thing. So today, my, I'll, my I'll phone broke on a new phone. I've got them up already. Okay, so do I. Okay. Cool. Do you want to go? Um, I kind of want to start with the one of people that use Rit to party because it's kind of on the what I've just explained with how the the drugs work. Okay. Yeah, um, go for that one. Okay, so now I know a lot of people who use Ritalin's party, and I'm going to piss a lot of them off. Um, I'm very against it. I think it's because of, especially now that I've got my own prescription, um, I know you realize how many people have prescriptions but still try their best to get their hands on it, and they'll do anything. They'll pretend to be your best yeah. friend, and they'll come and hang out just to get their hands on some Ritalin afterwards. And Graham knows what I'm talking yeah. about here. We both had very <laughs> similar experiences with this. Um, it's bad. It's, and as much as, as far as I know, the chemical is not as addictive as sort of cocaine and whatever the behavior is. So... And I've seen it. I've seen it really take people into some very not so great places um, where it's like you kind of just need it to Joel. And it does yeah. replicate cocaine. And it's like an hour or two hours of euphoria. And it's, it's yeah, I mean, I don't know, Graham. What do you, what do you think about people using Ritalin well, to party? Uh, so I've never done it, nor do I not know many people who have. Like, mm. I know people, but not, I don't know them well. And you haven't so, really seen it happening all that much? No, I've never, I've never seen anybody use it as a party drug. Like, I've never seen them actually consuming it. As a, I've I feel like this is a pretty good with... part to sort of mention that when people take it to party, they're not taking it like a pill, like you're supposed to. They, oh, right. they break it up and they, they sniff it. So it is like a yeah. white powder. So it's, yeah, it looks like you're sniffing cocaine, essentially. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and, like, I've never seen you guys know to get. 
Yeah, but I've, I've, like, I've been I've been out with people who would like you then just from chatting with them they would tell you that they have. But yeah. Again, it's not. It's, and for I'm not the best person on this on this side of things because it's not people I know well enough to say that there's massive behavioral changes or I don't know what they're like when they're not on it to the to in day to day life. I I think. I think it's some pretty scary I mean, behavioral changes on it. That's I think where my and cocaine the same, and I've seen what it does to your life outside of it as well. And uh, yeah, um, stance on drugs are pretty much. I don't think they're inherently bad, but when you're doing it illegally and you can't sort of, it's not a part of society that's recognized. Whereas like drinking, it is. So you can get it legally, and you know that it's like clean, and you know that. Like it is what it is. Yeah. It's like with other drugs, you don't know. It's just like the problem, buying it the from problem, some dealer. That's the problem is that there's no um regulation. No, you have no idea what you're putting into your body. Like mm. I'm not going to tell you I know exactly what goes into all of the alcohol and that that we consume. No, but you know no it's idea. gone through a system, but a review process someone, to get on the shelves. Does, yeah, and the and the companies that are putting it on the shelves face massive damages if something goes something wrong, goes wrong. Mm. the guy who's selling you rats on the corner of the street faces nothing if Do he's nothing. given you ratics and you pass out like yeah. and i mean i know okay that's, so that's i mean that's obviously an extreme example the drug trade, I think, is a, like the majority of people are getting it from their friends. Like they'll be getting it from their friends yeah. who do have a prescription or they've managed to get a bogus prescription somehow because the one criticism of it that I will I do agree with is it's it's very I wouldn't say it's overprescribed. I think a lot more people have it than realize they have ADHD, but the fact is it's not properly sort of diagnosed. It's very. I mean, when I went, I literally just went to my doctor. I was like, "Yeah, I got told that I need yeah. to get Ritalin," and he wrote me a script on the spot. Like, like he, he yeah. jump on the scale. Are you allergic to anything? No, cool. He has a script. I mean, yeah. anyone can do that. It really is that simple to get your hands on it. That's the that is a problem. I do agree with that. But we've gotten on a bit of a tangent from people taking it to party. Yeah. I I don't like it. I don't like the fact that some of my friends do it. I'm not going to tell you not to do it because at the end of the day, each to their own. Do what you want to. Yeah. Yeah. My opinion is pretty much I'm not a fan. It's yeah. It's not great. It's, uh, it, it, but I think I don't think that's purely a Ritalin thing. That's just a recreational drug. Yes, that's the thing. In, yeah. Case. The thing is, the um, problem, like the people that I know that do it, I feel like I'm. I'm just worried that it leads, it progresses, and in some cases, it has progressed. Yeah. Ritalin to harder stuff, and that's yeah, I've that seen the, worry. the effects of cocaine on a friend and outside of the party it can completely yeah. like fuck you yeah it, it, it is something that i do worry okay <laughs> so um, yeah that that is from, basically our opinion on that <laughs> you want to there's two here um about suppressing the appetite okay you graham you've got a pretty that? good explanation about that um so yeah it's quite simple um, and I've listened, uh, everyone complains about this. When you're bored, you eat a lot. Mm. I mean, pe- when you're not bored, you don't eat that much. And for, from my experience, when I'm on pills, I don't get bored as much. So therefore, I don't eat as much. Do I still get hungry? Yes. Do I still eat? Yes. As my appetite suppressed because I'm on pe- pills? Probably not. It's probably normal. But when I'm not on pills, I eat a lot more. Yeah. So, I but think, again, I think I think this is some. I want to talk about side effects quickly. Okay. They they are. I have. I know. Um. It depends on the pill, which one it is, because some of them are a bit worse. Like, I know Ritalin doesn't suppress my appetite at all. Like, if I'm on a Ritalin, I'll eat as much as if I'm not on a Ritalin, which is. It comes down to that 
boredom eat. It's not like I'm eating the regular amount when I'm on Lipton, and then if I'm on Concerta, I'm not eating at all. It, I feel it's if I'm on Concerta, I'll eat what normal is a, eat like a normal amount of food. But when I'm on the Ritalin, I will probably you end up getting that like boredom snacking mm. more so than what you. But then I've see I've spoken to people who've had the other way around because both my brother and my yeah. sister have tried Ritalin, so they've had varying experiences. I've had friends who had varying experiences. And yeah, I think it, a lot of the side effects are case by case. That's what I was um, going to say. Is like we mentioned that. The last time and the time before we tried to record, um, at this point we mentioned it multiple times. Like it really is a case by case thing. Every case is different. Everyone responds to the drugs differently. Everyone presents yeah. their symptoms differently. But, like ADHD is not like a a, a one size fits all black diagnosis. It's kind of like a broad term over a bunch of different sort of present presentations, yeah. and everyone's got a different solution to it. Some people's solution might be exercising and sticking to a strict routine and that might sort them out completely some people might need medication some people can some solve people through medication i mean some people need a combination of all of them it, it really is a yeah. case by case and everyone's just got to kind of figure out their own way of dealing yeah, and that's and that i think that's the nice thing about even like even being on the med is ultimately you learn you learn how you just learn how you feel. Like I know I've spoken to people with diabetes who just know without even testing that they have to their blood sugars low. They, they just know the insulin shot. Yeah. And they, they don't even have to. They don't even have to prick their finger. They just know. And it's the same thing. Like I sat down today. I've started a new job. I sat down for Zoom meetings, and I just knew. Okay, you need to take. I haven't taken pills for like months now because I've been on holiday. And I just sat down this morning. I was like, okay, I'm. Just so I can feel it. I need to take it, mm. and that's the easy thing about it. Is you can. It's it's not like an antibiotic that if you don't finish the course you'll die. It's like you just take it as you feel. But that being said, if you don't need it and you take it, it can mess you up. Like yeah. I've seen people have bad side effects, like yeah. really, really, really bad come downs from the drug. Which I've experienced myself, but very, very my, scary. My, like it's less of a hectic thing. Like I've also had it with Ritalin, especially. It just sort of it reaches a point where you just sort of feel like a zombie for like an hour or yeah. so, and you, you just you sort just of have this like deadpan face, and like emotion just doesn't exist. <laughs> but it's, it normally it's quick. Control. Like an hour later, you yeah. back and you fine. Whereas I've seen Graham and I've both seen in our friends, like it sort of that come down lasting a bit longer and yeah yeah it's, it's uh, scary not something that you not should scary, fuck around with but it's like, the <laughs> like yeah, it's still it's just, a drug yeah but i mean like i like like i said i've had a very scared i would say if i take a ritalin 20 times i'll have like one or two of those bad experiences mm. yeah whereas i've seen people take five pills and have five but, bad come down yeah. And so, and it's difficult to see, especially if it's like people you know. Mm. So it is, it's like, I'll definitely wreck if you, it's one of those things, like if you're going to get it, I would get always recommend a second opinion. Yeah. And just like, and do get it a second properly, opinion. man. Like get your first dosage and go back and speak to your doctor about how it made you feel. Like, yeah like have the conversation don't just take the first dose that you get because the doctors there's no like i said there's no one size fits all they've got to figure it out on a case-by-case yeah. -case basis they're going to give you something in a ballpark estimate and you've got to be like this worked this didn't this fucked me up this didn't don't expect it to work straight away like yeah. it's one of those things that you might have to like i mean i've been taking it now for what like nearly 15 years 14 years at this point i'm pretty like I know when and when I don't need, but yeah. like I can just like establish it. When you first start your first course, you might not feel a, a difference immediately. Yeah. But then there will be like that switch that you just kind of like, okay, this is this is different now. I can actually feel it. And I think that's also another thing. People that need it mm -hmm. try it and they don't see immediate results. 
Yeah, just to clarify as well, that switch isn't like a, you take the pill and you like feel like a switch turn on in yeah. your brain, like, oh, I can focus now. It's not like other drugs, like where there's like a kick in point. Like the point with the with getting your dosage right is that you shouldn't feel, shouldn't notice a difference yeah. until you've been sitting reading for like an extended period of time and you haven't been distracted and you're like, oh shit, look at that. I normally yeah. can't do that. Like, or you just sort of notice yourself getting getting through your tasks for the day without being distracted by other things that might come up. It's it's not like a like a okay, I've taken a Ritalin, I feel the kick in my brain now. All of a sudden, I'm in flipping super smart mode. It, it's it's yeah. not supposed to be like that. It's supposed to you're not supposed to notice it, but it's supposed to make a difference. Like that's the way it's supposed to work. Yeah. Yeah, but we got there from whether it suppresses your appetite. So, <laughs> right, you're welcome. Um, but yeah, um, personally, yeah. I've found with the appetite thing, um, I, I tend to agree with Graham on the. Why is my camera so out of focus? Whatever. Um, gotcha. So yeah, I tend to agree with Graham on the sort of the boredom eating thing. Um, I didn't, I've been through a bit of a rough patch with my eating the last year, so I'm not going to use that as a case study. But since I've been taking it this last week, and you know, I've been eating normally, I, I wake up, have breakfast, take the pill, I'm hungry by lunch, you know, but I'm not wanting to just eat in between. So I, I think Graham's hit the but nail on the head with that boredom eating thing. I think it also comes down to this our structure at school. Mm. Like we would have like the two breaks and essentially expect expect kids to eat the same amount of food at both at both breaks and then but whereas both are probably enough for a single lunch if that makes sense yeah so the, yeah. I, I, I know i found i found that at school is that you like you the amount of food you bring is probably like well i don't know about like i would i'm thinking just personally I would always have more food than I really needed. Yeah. And I think a lot of people has this, this, it's the same, con like a lot of people probably get the same. Whereas they're getting, especially when you're younger and you're not packing your own lunches and your lunch is getting packed for you. It's like you seeing this food that you're not eating and, and your parents are seeing this food that you're not eating. And immediately it's a case of, oh, the appetite suppressed, they can get hungry yeah. because of this. I mean, Where especially... in reality, I mean, I'm sorry. It's a case of, in reality, it's just a case of you packing too much food. You don't. A person doesn't need to mm. eat, like especially a whole on days sandwich like, at a tea break, and then a whole another sandwich at a lunch break. Like school finishes at say two o'clock, so you're coming home at like two o'clock. The amount of food that's being packed is the same as if you're coming home at five o'clock after a sports practice. Like that's, I think, yeah. something that a lot of parents didn't realize. That like if you've got sport after school, then you do need then you'll eat all your food. Like I would always eat all my food yeah. if I had squash. But if I didn't have sport after school, like I'm coming home at two o'clock. Yeah, I mean like instead of eating that extra bit of food off between school, the end of school and sport starting, I was going home. So that was the leftover yeah. food. Um but I mean I and I wasn't even taking pills in school. Like that was just normal yeah. appetite. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think, I, I think sometimes I've noticed that I've had to sort of be like, okay, I need to eat now. Like I don't, it doesn't register like, okay, I'm hungry, but I don't struggle it's, to eat once I start eating. Yeah. It's not like, oh, fuck this food. Like I, I've got to force it down me. It's just like, I've got to yeah. start eating and then it's chilled. Like I've just got to remember to eat kind of thing. Um, yeah. Um, we got someone that said, hit me up if you need. Um, no. Don't give your Ritalin to people that don't have a prescription. Don't do it, guys. It, it is very legal yeah. to start with. Like, you could get in big shit. And, yeah, just don't do it. Um, <laughs> um, got a girl here with a Felita. Do we name her? Let's give her a name, Graham. We'll, we'll pull a fellas on here. Just throw me a random female name. We, are we going to... Felicia. Felicia. Okay, so Felicia says, I'm on ADHD meds. So my question is, where are my other ADHD bitches at? Why do I only know of guys? 
Um, well, I think we touched on that earlier a lot. That's why a lot of girls go misdiagnosed. Yes, especially in school, um, you're not. It's a lot easier to notice the hyperactive, like outbursts Chasing and whatever. Guys, yeah. So like they're more, a lot more disruptive. They're loud. They're talking over everyone all the time. The teacher says to the parents, "Yo, your kid's out of hand. Go get them on the pills." Yeah. Whereas girls will often just sort of drift off into their little world and one thought triggers to another. And it's not that you're spaced out, it's just that you're thinking about a million different things at once. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's why I, I think, yeah, the stats are there somewhere we learned them. I can't remember them exactly, but there's a lot more boys than girls that get diagnosed, especially like in, throughout school. And then when it comes to like adult diagnoses, it seems to even out a little bit because yeah, when as you get think older, the hyperactive, version doesn't really play out as as disruptively you kind of learn to control yeah. it because of growing up and being an adult so they're more like aware of both presentations and also, yeah like it is widely known that a lot of girls got misdiagnosed that yes. should be on me very much like, so. our main like, i mean and my my parents will be honest that if it weren't for my brother and our being on my sister probably wouldn't have got diagnosed hmm. exactly so and it is a very that generic that was, thing that's another thing it's, but it's, it was not so just be genetic. It was kind of like, well, they both on the meds. We should just get her checked get anyway. Checked, yeah. and it just it just led on to the. Is, does your dad take Ritalin? He he sporadically. Yeah. He used to not so much anymore. Not so much anymore. Because yeah, I mean, I know my dad's never being diagnosed, but I can tell you right now that the male side of my of like the blunt family, like my grandpa, my dad, his brother. I know that my cousin, I'm pretty sure, Hayden, if you're listening, I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure my cousin was on Ritalin in school. Um, the, the male side of the blunts are like all ADHD. My brother's, like, yeah. it's all very similar as well. We, it's, we're not so, super disruptive, but, like, the restless leg syndrome, the, it's all, like, I'm not going to go into all the symptoms or whatever. Like, you can go read a book yeah. about that. But, yeah, we all very much display the same sort of thing, and it's it's uncanny how how genetic it is and it's very well known that it's i think i want to just jump in quickly when it yeah. comes because we, we very briefly touched on the symptoms and i think we need to debunk something because i know it's not in any of our questions we got sent through mm. it's, it's it's not the stereotypical halfway through a sentence i'm going to just sure. my, like i'm going to start yeah not none <laughs> of that it's literally a, it's literally okay as i'll put it now the most simple thing Dane literally just said squirrel, and my first thought was nuts. Then I went into, and then you go on a tangent about different types of nuts, simple, just from a word. And that's while I'm busy speaking to you guys. Yeah, I like, like that. That's, that's, that's his, um, there is a, um, a YouTuber, massive YouTuber, Ryan Heger, who did these videos where he used to call, like there were these vlogs, where he used to call them the off the pill videos because he's massively ADHD and he would literally start off with a concept and tell a whole story without like just letting one train of thought lead to the other. And it's the most fantastic illustration of ADHD I've ever seen in my life mm. because you just sit there and you're like, this, 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 this is me. This is like, you just relate immediately because it's not, it's not, a, it's no, like I can have this conversation and not even be involved in this conversation because I'm thinking about something else. Yeah. But I've just gone back to the path as well, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I can see. As soon as I start speaking, you're going to lose me because I'm going to be thinking, I'm going to literally going to be thinking about something else. Yeah. And that's, that's how it is. When Get there's interaction people... and I'm actively involved, I'm not, you're not going to lose me. But if, if you say something, it's a, that's going to trigger a train of thought to go somewhere. And it's I'm gonna go actively, especially in a group setting because one on one conversation is very difficult to lose someone one on one. Yeah, I mean, unless you both, but ADHD. when you're in a group setting, sorry, unless you both ADHD, then it's quite easy. Yeah, um, but if you're in a group setting of like three or four people and suddenly there's three people having a conversation and you're not involved, it's very, very easy to just oh, like hear something they've said and just and go, go down yeah. a completely different part. I mean, yeah. Like, Another example, sorry, let me just finish this one. Another example is that 
I mean, and I get, my sister loves to give me shit about this because she thinks I've got this obsession with being right all the time. Oh, yeah. But it's, if someone says something, but they, and they're like, oh, I think this is what I read somewhere. I think this is this. And I can't, yeah, yeah. I, I have to go find out for sure. I have to go find out for sure. And it always comes across like I'm trying to prove them wrong. Oh, that's just, I just wanted to know. I just have this obsession with, with you. It's interesting. Keep my interest up. I have to know. Hmm. Like yeah, um, what were you saying? Yeah, the big misconception is like when when you're speaking to someone with ADHD or like put take the classroom setting again, based on whatever, like everyone sort of thinks that their brain's empty and that they're just like spaced mm. out. It, it's not the case at all. I, I mean, you, you'll very r- rarely find someone with ADHD with nothing going through their head. It's constantly one thought to the next thought to the next thought to the next thought, and it's it won't make sense to normal people. <laughs> it doesn't like the train of thought just goes on this tangent. And next thing you're like five minutes down the line of thinking about things, and you're like, "How the f- what was I doing? I was doing yeah. something." And it's yeah, that whole walked into the kitchen to go to the fridge, opened the fridge, and next thing you're looking in the fridge like, "What the fuck? <laughs> I came here for a reason, and but now I'm busy thinking about is- the polar bears." <laughs> Yeah, another one is if you're reading something, and I know I, I, if I'm reading like a textbook or something, you come across a word that you're not yes. familiar with, oh. and you Google what it means, and then the next thing you're on YouTube learning about You've Aboriginal. learned everything about this whole side of the world, and you're like, wait, I've got a test tomorrow. Yeah. The thing is, like just reading stuff, like if I'm reading a book, and I like something comes up on a, about a certain topic, I'll keep reading the words. But my brain's busy thinking about yeah. other thing, and it's gone on a train of thought. And that's like one of those weird things. Like I'm busy reading the words. Like the words are being read, and I'm reading them out loud in my head. But my brain is somewhere else. Like I'm busy thinking about something that's not what I'm reading. And it's it's like a superpower, but it's also freaking annoying at the same time because then you just have to read the yeah. same paragraph over and over again to try and keep yourself focused. I think another symptom I wanted to touch on. I don't know if you've ever experienced this hypersensitivity with your senses. I get it a lot with sound. So yeah, I get it with sound. This is a, this is going to be a this is going to be an odd one, but I hate it when I think about it. But I hate silence. Mm. Okay, I just it, it irritates me when things are quiet. I can't like it just bugs me. Um, but that being said, I have these episodes of hypersensitivity where. A consistent noise or just too much noise makes me want to rip my hair out. It literally draws, like, literally makes me want to, like, I have to, like, cut my ears with a pillow or something. Like, literally something as simple as a clock ticking. It's just, it's, it's, Can't it's like focus on anything else. Ear. It's just the clock. And it's, mm. it, it literally, like, it, it gives me anxiety. And it's called hypersensitivity. It's another thing that goes hand in hand with ADHD. I don't know why, why they're linked, mm. but they are. And it, it's the most frustrating thing because I have no control of it. I'll literally be sitting in a room with people talking and suddenly the room just sounds like it's gone, like the volume was here and then suddenly it's there. Mm. And you, there's no, you've got no control over it. I think, yeah, and you also just mentioned, I know we mentioned it earlier, like that hyper-focusing thing. Like it can yeah. be a superpower of ADHD. Like if you need to get something done and you manage to get into that yeah. sort of hyper-focused zone, it's unreal. Yeah. It is unreal. Like I've I've seen it with like editing and stuff. Like I'll sit and I'll start editing and I won't look anywhere except for like what I'm doing. And I'll look at the time and it's been three hours. It's just disappeared. And I've done so much in that time. Yeah. So if you, but the trick is like getting being able to do that voluntarily. Is like you said, you can't choose when that happens. It just happens, and that could be. I'm studying for a test and I see a word and I go to look it up and next thing I'm hyper-focused on like diving down this rabbit hole of learning about something that's completely irrelevant to what I'm trying to study. And yeah, yeah, you really, it's just just that control over your thought patterns. It's just, it's not there really. Um, Okay, should we look at the next one? What's the next one, Graham? Yeah, well, the next one is... um, Two parts. Basic um people assume Ritalin just makes you concentrate. Can you explain from your perspective how concentration is just the tip of the iceberg? Um I think the best way we've listed a lot of symptoms of like mm. there's the 
the lack of concentration, the hypersensitivity, uh, those are the two that I struggle with the most. And not just Ritalin concerts as well, it does help quite a bit yeah. in terms of subduing load. I mean, it, like the thing is, that's it. it's not just concentration. Is every everyone? I, I love reading other people's experiences with ADHD because they all everyone's the got a slightly different, slightly, slightly different, different. yeah. And but then it's so nice to read about it and be like, oh, I've got that exact same symptom, mm. but I don't have that. Yeah. So, like, how, like, just like how I, I don't have a problem with my appetite if I'm on meds, whereas I've seen so many people do. Do, yeah. Um, to say it's just concentration, it's not. It's and so much bigger. It, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a neurological like disorder. There's, there's a problem yeah. with the wiring in your brain. Things aren't doing what they're supposed to do. The main thing that everyone knows it for is for the concentration in the classroom. And we've mentioned this earlier already. Like that's yeah. what it's popularized about. Like is kids having ADHD because they're bouncing off the walls in class. But it is so much deeper than that. And it does affect your yeah. daily life and your interactions with your friends and your family. Because like, especially if you've got the more on the hyperactivity thing, you will, Graham and I talk over each other quite a bit and we're not even yes. like the hyperactive presentation. If we were, like, it, you get those people that they can't hold their tongue. They just jump in. They're butting into conversations yeah. the whole time. And, and it's it's yeah. it's just those, like, control it, really. Like, it, it's that's just one example. I mean, the list goes on. We could speak for hours about all the different things, but we're not going to bring yeah. up the textbook and teach you guys that. We're just sort of talking about the topic. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it affects you in all, all different spheres of your life and my biggest one isn't in the concentration and the studying factor it is the general routine and like daily yeah. things that you need to do to be alive as a human being big ones were like regularly and like just general day-to-day -day things like keeping any kind of routine going it was just impossible i'm still i do still struggle with it and yeah it's something that I fight with myself with all the time because I know how easy it is. I'm like, I know exactly yeah. what I need to do to level up and become a superhuman. Executing it, it's just, I, I start and I get on a roll for a couple of days and the wheels just fall off every single fucking time. Yeah. And it is, yeah, it's it's way bigger than just studying and concentration. Um, yeah, I don't know if you have um, anything more sorry. to say on that. No, I was basically just going to say that we we just following on from that it's like and just to agree with this person it is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to concentration is probably the biggest one i know it's what i struggle with the most yeah but there's so much more like the talking over someone in a conversation and actually in being invested in a comment like being present in a conversation you, someone is talking to you, telling you some stuff, and you're just not listening. Yeah. You're trying so hard to listen, but nothing. You hear them, but you're not head. listening. Yeah. You actually have to. I actually find myself having to apologize, and you, it seems really rude. You have to tell them, "Listen, I love you, but like, <laughs> I wasn't." I didn't hear a single word you said. It. Yeah. I think Clinton must you get so pissed off with us, bro, because I do that to Clinton all the time. Yeah. I'll just be there, and we'll be mid conversation. We've been going back and forth. And then he'll start like a slightly longer part of the conversation. And I'm just like, bro, I'm sorry. Can you start again? Like I didn't hear, I didn't hear, like start it again. I mean, oh. we, we do it with each other. We, we're bad. We we'll have like time. two separate, we'll just talk to ourselves, but to each other. Like you'll be telling me about something yeah. and I'll respond telling you about something completely different. And then you'll carry on with your conversation. And I'll carry on yeah. with mine. <laughs> we're just talking to each other, <laughs> but talking to ourselves. Oh. It is, yeah, it really does go a lot deeper than classroom focus. It's, that is the tip yeah, of the iceberg. Yeah, way deeper. Uh, I mean, fidgeting. Can oh, we yeah. talk about fidgeting? <laughs> I mean, my leg, um, my leg just goes. I, I, don't, to, I don't have it too badly to, with my hands. Uh, I'll actually illustrate something. Just hold on. These are paper clips that I use and always die on my desk because... I just twist them just all out of the tape. 
because I fidget with them. Do you have the I leg can't... thing though, or is yours more hand? Oh, the leg thing. Yeah, I've uh, literally this entire this entire hour we've been filming, my leg's been bumping. Yeah, I can't keep my legs still um, to save my life. I've got the I can't use stress balls because if I've got a stress ball and a flat wall, game over. I'm playing catch. Oh, yeah, I'm you're throwing it up against the wall. <laughs> And yeah, the fidgeting. Um, I, I, one thing I did find that helps with that is chew, I chew a lot of gum mm-hmm. because yeah, then do. I don't fidget as much. So yeah, that that's. Yeah. I mean, you learn to find ways to deal with stuff. Like it's. I play oh, with yeah, my, like, I'm like you've actually just mentioned. Town, I put my hands in my pockets a lot, not because I need my hands in my pocket, but because I like to play with my wallet or my phone in there. Um. Mm. I find myself like if not today I've got a button up shirt on, so I play with the buttons a lot. It's literally just something to keep you something to do. And you've touched yeah. on that. Um, so like what you said, you find ways to sort of cope with it. You'll find a lot of people with ADHD do suffer with addiction as well. It yeah, pretty yeah. much goes hand in hand. Um, addiction can be anything from smoking, drinking, drugs to things like Graham with the fidgeting and chewing gum and stuff. Um, yeah, you, you you sort of find ways that help you cope with it, I suppose, and some are more healthy than others, but like you do tend, ADHD people do tend to sort of latch onto something that they figured works for them in any way, whether yeah. it's a good way or a bad way, and they stick with it. And it's it does become a habit very, very easily um yeah yeah it's it's interesting <laughs> um okay this is our last one am i right well there's two more there's two more you do this one yeah um okay so oh okay um so another felita says i love having adhd as an excuse for my weird behavior like one of the superpowers 100 especially out of school but- you don't need to have an excuse though. Like just yeah, be weird. true. Just be <laughs> weird. But like, if you look at. But if you need one, blame it. Yeah, and uh, I mean, young blood's big. Him and I both like young blood quite a bit. So we'll like talk about yeah. Young blood's gonna take over the world. He's taking over the world, and um, I have no problems with it. Whatever, whatsoever. Um, oh, yeah, young blood's yes. another person who, like, mentions his ADHD as part of his reasoning for being as completely crazy as he is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, weird man, just be weird. It is, we're all weird. Not just what the weird. hell is normal? We're in a weird time of life, exactly. <laughs> Quite a young blood lyrics. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, just be weird. We're all a bit weird, like, like normal um, is boring. Normal yeah. is so the 20th century. Normal is boring. Now. I have been since I was like 14 years old. <laughs> what was that? Oh, you cut normal out a bit. Boring. Yeah, normal is boring. No, I've been saying that since I was like 14 years old. And uh, keep saying it. Normal normal is boring. And what the hell is normal? Well, then we'll go to the last response to our story, which is you guys both have it or you're certified crackheads. It's both. Um, That was submitted by me, to be fair. That was that. You know, just to boost some interaction. (laughs) And speaking (laughs) of that, follow us on Instagram. Like, like us Instagram. on whatever you've watched. Like, share, subscribe, review and, us on Spotify, review us on Apple Music, Apple Pods. All Pod the things beans. you can. Any buttons Google you see you can press that seem positive, press them, please. It if, helps. You can find that if, if you use the most obscure podcast app to listen to your podcast, we're there. Like, yeah. we're, we're on all of them. Listen, we're on all of them. So, we're on, we on all of them. We like to upload weekly. Um, Again, apologies for this last end of, end of Jan week, but, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Pete, we're in lockdown. I mean, I think I can think of worse things to do with your life. Yeah. Tell your friends. If you've got friends and family with friends. ADHD and you want to check out anything we've said with them, send them the link, you know. Yeah. Maybe maybe or, they'll find some comfort in it or something. Or if you think you might have ADHD, like it's a bit Very late to tell you now to listen to this, but I mean, <laughs> at least by the end of this, you'll know because we are experts. 
Yeah. Oh, bro, I just remembered something. Can you? I don't know if you can do this. I don't know if it's a lot of shit or not, but it was one of those like things that you see on Instagram. It was like, or it might have been, yeah, whatever. Um, basically, it was saying that you can only manually like defocus your eyes if you're ADHD, and I've just I've always been able to do that. Like I can just sort of be looking at something and just make everything out of focus. Can you do that? What do you mean, like make every like just like shut like make everything like blurry yeah like like you just so yeah like voluntarily yeah like just like slowly make it yeah i can do yeah, that so like i'm just sitting there and i'm just like looking at my phone and i'm like getting a bit over it i'll just sort of make everything go blurry like i'll just zone out and you just defocus yeah. your eyes yeah. like apparently that's like an adhd thing i didn't know that i just thought that everyone could do it yeah, <laughs> yeah that's there's so many cool little quirks with having it. I don't do it often, but I can do it. Yeah, like, no, like it's, it's. I don't think I can like do it whenever I want to, but I happens. can do it. Like, yeah, yeah, and it happens quite frequently, like a few times a day at least. Yeah. And you can just like snap back into it as soon as you want to. Like, yeah, let us know in the comments yeah. if you can defocus your eyes Late maybe cut. maybe it is a lot of shit maybe everyone can do it um yeah ah. yeah if you if you can do it and you say you're not adhd you're lying well, or maybe not but like i saw it on an instagram <laughs> post like not the most and reliable we, we source of information instagram is the most reliable source next to wikipedia After famous birthdays and, <laughs> and and that guy who's got the older brother who knows everything so oh yeah 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 we're talking about we can't <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> <laughs> um yeah do we have anything else to speak about like we could probably go on for another I few hours considering it. we did, yeah. i think we call it yeah it's about, yeah, been about an so. hour um yeah guys thanks for watching slash listening wherever you are we're gonna say one more time because we're annoying like, like subscribe share, comment subscribe, share follow us on instagram after us do all the things like yeah peace out it's... tell your friends about it tell your friends and about if, it tell your friends about it and just like it does you'll be doing us a favor if you tell your friends about it we might get your friends on here and we might get you on here as well because yeah. we want to get all our friends on here at some stage anyway yeah and i'm pretty sure at this point most of the people listening are our friends so thank you yeah. and hopefully we'll, you, you'll friends. be in this call soon or we'll we'll and be on the same even if you aren't our friends you're our friends now because you're listening to the podcast. yes okay this has been a long outro thanks cheers bye yeah <laughs>